you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. heavy beats coming back in that means it's time for another edition of the stardom Sidem show welcome everybody it's me your man mg marcus grand joined by michael f florio and out there in the ether the specialists who help us put this thing on each and every day we appreciate all of your efforts and here we go week 10 starts tonight how are we feeling about the first day of the rest of our fantasy season in 2022 man i'm feeling about as good however good josh allen's ucl is feeling that's how good i'm feeling in my life right now all right well <laughs> it's uh something we may have to get into because uh we're going to talk some quarterback and talk a whole lot of things here on this show of course we do have these starts and sits for week 10 you can check them all out by the way on NFL.com at NFL.com slash start sit where Michael F. Florio posts them every week. We'll have some question mark players and we will also get into some under the radar must starts. Of course, we got money guns too because somebody's getting into club dub this week. But 
Let us start at the quarterback position with your starts and sits for the week. Who do you have? It starts off with two players that are quickly just becoming must-starts in Justin Fields and Tua Tungavailoa. Geno Smith, another quarterback that I think is just becoming a must-start at this level. And then uh, Russell Wilson, if you're going a little bit deeper, he has a good matchup this week. Uh... And then some sits, Kirk Cousins on the road where he has been playing much more poorly than he has been at home. Tom Brady uh, against Seattle and Germany over there. Then Aaron Rodgers against the Cowboys. And Matthew Stafford, who is in concussion protocol, but even if he plays, I would sit him. All right, so they got the ups and the downs on a general level. Let's look at it at a more micro level. We'll start with Geno Smith, and he is taking on the temp. That's right. Don't write back. Uh, he's taking on the Buccaneers in Munich, Germany. It's the NFL's first ever game in Germany. Of course, it's an early start, by the way, so be sure to set your lineups on Saturday. Kicks off at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific. You can see that game on NFL Network and stream it on NFL+. Plus. That was a mouthful. In the meantime, let's get back to Gino himself, who's playing well enough that he has entered the NFL MVP conversation and even though the Bucks' defense once upon a time was kind of scary, Geno's just playing that well that maybe we sort of ignore that, huh? Yeah, you see there two passing touchdowns in five of his last seven. He's done it in seven of nine games this year. He's now topped 18.9 fantasy points in five of his last seven. Uh, the multiple touchdowns almost every week shows that he brings such a safe floor. But what's only elevating that floor and his ceiling is he's running even more. He's rushed for... At least 25 yards in two straight in four of the last six. And over 40 yards in a couple of those games as well. And Marcus, we talk about it all the time. 40 rushing yards is the equivalent to 100 passing yards. So if he's giving you anywhere close to that, now on top of his like 250, 275, and two touchdowns, now we're, we're talking about a guy that is matchup-proof and you start each week. Absolutely. And again, we, we keep saying this. This was not supposed to happen. Nobody anticipated this, but Geno Smith has been great so far this season. You mentioned Kirk Cousins, the home and road splits. I know that sometimes you don't necessarily read much into them, but with Kirk Cousins, they've been so drastic. And on top of it, the matchup, just not a good one on paper against Buffalo. Yeah, I think a lot of the times home road gets blown up a little bit because it depends on matchups and we're talking about small samples, but we're pretty late in the season now and it is glaring with Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's averaging fewer than 14 fantasy points per game on the road. His best road game is 16 and a half fantasy points. That's worse than his worst home game this year. So there has been a really large discrepancy from home road for him. Plus, we know the Bills' secondary is one that you, you want to get away from. They've allowed the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. And just last week, the Jets ran all over them. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings, especially if Allen is out, if they decide, hey, let's just ride Dalvin Cook that this That seems like a very likely scenario, especially if you mentioned no Josh Allen potentially. That means the Bills aren't likely to run out and hide and put up a whole lot of points, which means the running game possibly stays in play for Minnesota for all four quarters. So we know that Josh Allen, we're still waiting to see what happens with him. We'll talk about his wide receivers. I mean, I guess Stephon Diggs still very much in play. But there are a lot of other wide receivers who are up in the air for Week 10. Who are your starts and sits there? 
AJ Brown, which I know is low hanging fruit, but I never get to write anything about AJ Brown, so I wanted to give him some shine just once. Uh, Christian Kirk, who I don't think enough people realize is still a wide receiver one in total points on the year. Mr. Air Yards, Chris Olave going up against a team that struggles against the deep ball. And the same thing with Jerry Judy there against the Tennessee Titans. And then some sits. Michael Pittman Jr., unless you're desperate. Like, I have a league where I can't get away from him. But if I have options, I'm taking the other option. Uh, Adam Thielen in that tough matchup against the Bills. Julio Jones, who is back, but he's not playing as much as I would have liked to see. And then Wandale Robinson, because the Texans secondary has been good this year, and I think this is a game that the Giants just ride Saquon. You mentioned Jerry Judy. I've got him as a sleeper in my sleeper column this week, and you like him against the Titans. He's really taken over as kind of the top target for Russell Wilson in the last month, so maybe there is some life for Jerry Judy. Yeah, exactly that. He's been their top target the last month. He's also been, uh, I was surprised to see this, he's been their most efficient wide receiver on the deep ball this year, um, which comes into play this week because no team has been burned more on passes of 20-plus air yards than the Tennessee Titans. They have by far the highest passer rating on that, the most yards, the most completions allowed, and they're up there in touchdowns as well. Plus, they've just allowed the third most fantasy points to receivers this year. So if there's ever a week to get Jerry Judy in your starting lineup, I think it's this one. So Jerry Judy is ascending on the other side. Michael Pittman seems to be going the other way. It's the guy that we loved who looked like he had wide receiver one upside and – I mean, it's been pretty much a month. It hasn't been a very long, floor. This whole thing has gone completely south for him. Yeah, it was just a couple of weeks ago I was saying you start this guy each and every week. Uh, I got to take the L on that, and it's not his fault. It's Sam Ellinger. It's the, this Colts offense. Last week, he, he had his worst game of the year. Uh, he saw just six targets, three catches, finished with fewer than six fantasy points, and now... We don't know what this new play caller, his offense is going to look like, what Jeff Saturday's offense is going to look like. If I had to guess, I would guess that they're going to try to just give Jonathan Taylor as many touches as they possibly can and run as much as they can, uh, which hurts Michael Pittman. But again, he he's a guy that I would only sit if you have another option. That it is have. a low-volume passing offense with a questionable quarterback and a bad offensive line. There's just not a lot that's redeeming about Michael Pittman and the Colts offense uh, going forward. That gets us to this week's edition of How We Feeling, where we run through a list of players and we talk about, well, how we're feeling about them heading into their Week 10 matchup. So let's start with Justin Herbert. He is on the road at San Francisco on Sunday Night Football, and it's been kind of a struggle for Herbert in a lot of ways this season. How are we feeling about him against a pretty good defense? I'm getting away from Justin Herbert, if at all possible. Uh, he scored fewer than 13 fantasy points last week against the Falcons. He's been averaging around 13 fantasy points the last month, and now he's going to go up against a 49ers defense that is getting healthier. It is very scary. I know with the way quarterback is this year, you might not have a better option, but if you do, I, I would definitely go the other direction. I'll look at Darnell Mooney with the Bears taking on the Detroit Lions, and I'm feeling fairly positive about Mooney. He is still the number one target there in Chicago for an offense that is getting more efficient and more effective. It starts with Justin Fields and being able to run the football Football, but that does open things up in the passing game and the matchup is as good as you want the Lions defense continues to be awful we continue to pick on them at every opportunity now look don't get it twisted Mooney is still probably at best a low-end wide receiver too but the arrow is pointing up for him after what we've seen from fields the last few weeks 
on the other side of that game, there's DeAndre Swift, who was very limited last week. He's been limited in practice so far this week. How are we feeling about him against a bad Bears run defense? Earlier in the week, I said until we see him get his normal workload, I don't think you could start him again. But I, I'm changing my tune a bit. I, I think this is a matchup that I would still take the upside swing on DeAndre Swift. They're, they're saying he could get more work a, as the season progresses. The Bears just allow a ton of production on the ground, especially if you can get outside the tackles. And that is where DeAndre Swift thrives. So while I'm, I'm having, I say Jamal Williams is a guy that you start, I think DeAndre Swift is one that you get in as an RB2 or a flex guy this week Definitely as well. Definitely see some value still there with him. Staying on the running back theme, Ezekiel Elliott expected to play. He did miss some time before the bye with a knee injury, then had the week off. Is expected to be on the field against the Green Bay Packers, and I feel fine about him. I mean, we sort of know what he is at this point. He is, uh, at best, a low-end running back two, probably a running back three, but right now he's going to get opportunity. The Packer run defense is bad. I expect that Dallas is going to take a lead in this one and be able to kind of grind clock in the fourth quarter, so that gives Zeke some upside. And if he finds the end zone, it ends up being a pretty good day. So, look, as long as you realize what Zeke is right now, you can put him in your lineup, and I think he'll be okay for you. Jeff Wilson Jr. last week surprised everybody by leading the Dolphins in snaps. This week, he's got a bad Browns run defense. How do you feel about him? I think he's in play this week. I I'm not sure if he's going to take over this backfield away from Raheem Mostert, but at the very least, it looks like we're looking at a split here. Like you said, he had more snaps, he had more targets, and the same number of carries, and he did more with it than Raheem Mostert did last week, and the Browns are, are just a great matchup. They're in the top five in fantasy points allowed to running backs. So I think Wilson, either as a low-end RB2 or a flex guy, there's upside here with him. Deontay Johnson taking on the New Orleans Saints this week. And I'll tell you that I, I'm not really loving the situation here. I mean, the Saints, they're not the defense that they once were, but they can still flex every now and then and put up a good performance. On top of that, the Steelers offensively have just been bad. Uh, only the Colts are scoring fewer points per game than the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Kenny Pickett has not solved the issue. He has been turnover prone. He's getting sacked a lot. Deontay Johnson really hasn't done much with his opportunities this season. Still looking for his first touchdown of the year. I'm not sure it happens this week against the Saints. You might be forced to start him, but you don't have to love the situation. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been about as confusing as they come at the running back spot. How do you feel about him against the Jaguars this week? I, there's no way I could start him, even if there's a fire. Like <laughs> like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last week played just 17% of the snaps, carried the ball four times for five yards, and he had one catch on two targets. The, the first couple of weeks, he was fantasy relevant because he was getting in the end zone every week, sometimes multiple, and we were like, what's going to happen when the touchdowns go away? Yeah, they've gone away, and it, it's just an absolute nightmare in this backfield. So I, even in a good matchup against the Jaguars, I would get away, but watch. He'll catch two touchdowns. I was wondering week. if I could peg one of the Chiefs running backs as a sleeper, and I just couldn't come up with an argument strong enough to actually do it. Last one is Gabe Davis, who has been frustrating the last couple of weeks for fantasy managers, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. And I will tell you that how I feel about him depends on whether or not it's number 17 throwing the football. If Josh Allen is not there, then I really don't want any part of Gabe Davis with Case Keenum. I just don't see the targets really being there for him. And if they are, I don't know how quality they're going to be. Even if Allen is there, 
I don't know that I would love Gabe Davis this week just because Josh Allen playing on Sunday means he is playing at less than 100%, and that is worrisome on its own. So it's been frustrating for Davis. This just doesn't feel like a week to push the envelope, wait for Josh Allen to get healthy, and then we can rediscuss this uh, in the future. Week 10, start, sit, tight ends. Michael F. Florio, who do you have? Greggy D, Greg Dolchik, who has been playing really well before the Broncos by Tyler Higby, which we're going to explain why. Uh, Cole Komet against the Lions. Cade Otten, although monitor Cameron Brait's status coming into the weekend. Dawson Knox is a sit against the Vikings. So is Mike Gesicki, uh Robert Tunyon, and Jawan Johnson, because I know he had a big game last week, but... 40, all of his production was because the defense stopped trying. If you take away that one play, one catch for one. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a weird play that he ended up scoring that touchdown on. Hey, quick bit of tight end-related news that broke just as we were recording this show. Darren Waller has been placed on injured reserve. He's been dealing with a nagging hamstring injury, so he's going to be out for at least the next four weeks. Raiders hoping that helps him get healthy and get back on the field. Has not played in a game since week four. So if you've been waiting... Well, you're going to have to keep waiting a little bit longer. But now at least you can probably put him in an IR spot if that helps you out a little bit. As for tight ends who will be available this week, Tyler Higby has been one of two usable pieces for the Rams. We keep saying it. Bad week last week, but you were expecting a bounce back this week against the Cardinals. Yeah, it's because it's the Arizona Cardinals. They not only allow by far the most fantasy points to tight ends, they allow the most targets, catches, yards, and touchdowns. That's literally every category of production allowed to the tight ends. They are number one in, and most of them aren't even close. Plus, like last week, I said start Noah Fant because of the matchup, and, and it came through. He had a really good game. Let's like Tyler Higby has been is a better tight end than Noah Fant. He's been used more consistently. I know a couple of down games have people wanting to cut him and move on from him, but I think that would be a mistake. I'd give him at least one more week in the absolute best matchup for a tight end. Cutting Tyler Higby, sure, but is there really anybody out there that's as consistent or more consistent than Higby? Probably not. So Godspeed if that's what you decide to do. Cole Komet, who caught a couple of touchdowns recently. In fact, the three touchdowns in his last two games for Cole Komet and we have been picking on the Lions all year long, so this doesn't really seem like a reason to stop picking on the Lions at this point. Yeah, three touchdowns in the last two weeks, like you said, after not scoring one since late 2020 before the last two weeks. He, he's coming off of his best game, not only of the year, but in a very long time with 22 fantasy points. What I like, though, is he saw his season-high six targets. So while his floor isn't the safest, we have a young talent that we've all been very excited about for a couple of years now, getting more volume in an ascending offense. And I know the Bears aren't passing a ton, but he's a tight end, right? Like six targets, a, a touchdown. That's good enough to get the job done. That is pretty much all we want. And and the Lions. Yeah, just hand the Lions. Just get in the end zone. And pretty much everything else <laughs> is forgiven for you uh, as a tight end if you get started this this year at all. Actually, last few years probably is how it's been. Let's talk about some players we think deserve some more hype and are must-starts for the week. Start us off, Florio. Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god, uh, because people apparently are getting worried about him because he's had a couple of down games, and like last week he scored just under 10 fantasy points. Sure, that's a down game, I guess, for him, but that's just how high his standard has become now. Uh, we He's been a little up in the air in the middle of the year because, remember, he missed time, then he had that one weird game where he was very limited, but uh, since their bye week, 10 targets two weeks ago, 9 targets last week, like that is great 
volume, and we know how good this guy is. So while people are starting to get worried about him, to me, that just makes a buying opportunity. He is still a player that I would start each and every week. Yeah, and if he starts scoring touchdowns again, then you won't be worried about all those other things because everything else seems to be okay. Debo Samuel is back and healthy after the 49ers buy, and he's got the Chargers. And now, like, if you look at the Chargers and it comes to wide receivers, it maybe doesn't look all that appealing. I wouldn't worry about it. Debo is going to get the football in his hands. He's going to get it in his hands with an opportunity to make plays. Maybe he doesn't get as many carries now because Christian McCaffrey is there, but he's still going to get targets. He's still the number one option in the passing game for Jimmy Garoppolo. And because suddenly this Niners offense has four weapons that you really have to pay attention to with Debo, CMC, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. Who do you defend? Where do you put all your resources? Debo is going to be absolutely fine and absolutely should be a must. Somebody asked me if they should start Debo Samuel or I think it was like Terrace Marshall or something like that. I'm like, come on. That's not even a question <laughs> at oh, this point. What are we doing? What are we doing, everybody? Yeah, no, Debo Samuel's that dude. Uh, who else is a must start for you this week? Dallas Goddard, and I know you might be thinking like, yeah, I know to start Dallas Goddard. I just wanted to give him some love because he's kind of the forgotten man in Philly. We talk a lot about A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith and Hurts and Sanders, but Dallas Goddard is just out here consistently doing his thing. He was the tight end one last week, but... Every week now, he's given you about six-plus targets. He's in most weeks in double digits, and he's one of the few tight ends, Marcus, that in any given week could give you like 15 to 20 points. He's a must-start every week. He's in that second tier of tight end, maybe the third tier, depending on how you break it up, right? You've got the guys at the top. Maybe you put a George Kittle by himself in the second tier, and then there's guys like Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz who are doing just fine. My other must-start this week is Tony Pollard for the Dallas Cowboys, and, and we talked about Zeke and what his opportunity is, and I like that, but Pollard is just more explosive. And that doesn't mean that Zeke is bad, but Pollard doing more with his opportunities. Again, the Packer run defense ranked 30th in the NFL. They're not stopping the run. The Cowboys, I think, are going to be able to do a lot of anything they want. Maybe Pollard gets a few targets. Maybe he finds the end zone. But either way, he should absolutely be in your lineup as a running back to this week. Speaking of running backs, Jonathan Taylor was the consensus number one overall in 2022, but does he need to be riding the bench this weekend? We've got Florio starts and sits for the running back position. Plus, Club Dub, that's coming up next on the Stardom Sit'em Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Starts and sits at running backs for week 10. Who you got? Jonathan Taylor, because it became he became not too obvious to include in this article the day he won bust biggest bust of the first half. Uh, Tony Pollard going up against the Green Bay Packers. Jamal Williams in a good matchup against the Bears. And then on the other side of that, David Montgomery in a good matchup against the Lions. Some sits. Najee Harris against the Saints, CEH, who we spoke about earlier against the Jaguars, Devin Singletary uh, against the Vikings, although if, if Allen sits, I like him a little bit more, and then Brian Robinson, because I think this is a week that if you start any Washington running back, it should be Antonio Gibson. Gibson's about the only guy I think I have any confidence in there in Washington right now. Jonathan Taylor, it's been a frustrating year for him, but you've kind of made the point. You think that with a new head coach, a new play caller, and just a bad offense altogether, maybe it's time to lean on JTT. Yeah, we have a head coach who was a former offensive lineman who got hired because he does not like analytics uh, for some reason. So I think that just uh, means that he is going to run the ball a lot. And even if they fall behind in this game, the Raiders have allowed a bunch of production to running backs through the passing game. And with no Naheem Hines there, I think Jonathan Taylor will get a lot of targets uh, or or whatever the amount of running back targets are, he will have the bulk of them. We'll see what uh, happens if he can bounce back. I know a lot of folks are frustrated with him. You mentioned Najee Harris on the other side. It's been pretty much a lost year for him as well. The walls seem to be closing in, and this Saints defense just doesn't feel like a really comfortable matchup at all. 
Yeah, I know Kenyon Drake ran well against them, but prior to that, we had seen them stop a lot of good running backs this season. Uh, They've been good against the run for years, and Najee Harris just has been struggling. He hasn't reached 13 fantasy points since week three. He hasn't reached 14 all year. So, like, his floor and ceiling is kind of somewhere between, like, 10 and 12 fantasy points. Uh, The explosiveness hasn't been there ever since we saw him suffer that ankle injury. The pass game numbers have dipped. There's just a lot of reasons to dislike Najee Harris. And then on top of it all, they're talk about maybe Jalen Warren could get some more work in this backfield as well. Well, it's been rough for anybody who drafted Najee Harris probably in the first round, and there just doesn't seem to be any signs that it's going to get better anytime soon at all. So that was sad. Let's get on to something happy. Lace up your Timberlands, get your fitted, because we're going to Club Dub, everybody! Woo-hoo! Who is going to score 25 points in their fantasy matchup? At least 25 points, maybe even more. I mean, look, Joe Mixon got into club dub twice and still had five bucks left over afterwards. Who's going to get into the club this week for you, Florio? Honestly, this is a player that it wouldn't surprise me if he had a Joe Mixon type day. It's Saquon Barkley. Oh, no, there we go. There we go. The money's still coming out. It's Saquon Barkley because Houston Texans and he's Saquon Barkley. And I don't want people to forget how good Saquon has been. Uh, He's top two in the league in touches in yards per game. He's up there in fantasy points per game. And then the Houston Texans, not only do they allow the most production to running backs, they've allowed a top like five running back five times, six times already this year. They've allowed a running back to top 27 fantasy points like five or six times already this year. And their secondary is playing well. I think this is a game that the Giants are going to look to throw the ball as little as they can and just ride Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is in the ultimate smash spot this week. But you know who else is in a smash spot? Christian McCaffrey! Woo! We're going to fire up CMC against the Chargers. Look, we talked to Austin Eckler earlier in the week on the show, and he sort of admitted that, yeah, the Charger run defense hasn't been its best over the last couple of weeks. And so now you got to face Christian McCaffrey, who we know is going to run it. He's going to catch it. He might even decide to raise up and throw the football for a touchdown. Who knows? But you see that 22 or more fantasy points in four of his last five games. He seems like an easy bet to get to 25 fantasy points this week against the Los Angeles Chargers. So there you have it. Those are our starts and sits for the week. If you want more, of course, you can always go check it out at NFL.com slash start and sit. We appreciate you hanging out with us on the show. For Mike, I am Marcus. Enjoy week 10, everybody. We will talk to you again next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, 
Green Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.